We spoke in the previous show in Cholamoid about Cholamoid activities. What I want to speak about in this year is something else which one came out to come a minute of Kai Yisrael, and that is Cholamoid uh, trips, Cholamoid Tirulim. And why I say it's like Kimatiminag? Because we already find reference to it from the times of the Gemara and even the times of the Rishonim. So from the Gemara, the Gemara tells us, Rabbi Chai said, that if it was up to him, he would allow people to go to work in Chalamot. Do their regular jobs, why? He says, because what was a Chazal's intention when they made the restrictions on doing Mulaf and Chalamot. The Chazal's intention was people should be Oichlin, Bishoisim, Musmeichim, they should eat, they should drink, they should be happy, and they have a day free. They're not, they're not able to do their normal activities. So it's fantastic, they have so much time to learn. And it says Rabbi what he saw happening was people were Oichlin, Bishoisim, they don't not eat and drink, but they eat and drink as on Shulun Chalamot, and they were Paichazim. Which means they, they have nothing to do. They have time on their hands. They look for uh, entertainment, amusement, things to to occupy themselves with. And if the things that they're going to use to occupy themselves with are of a questionable nature or halakhically not what should be, so he says it should, it's better they should go to work. Obviously, you know, I didn't mean to be matter zera of chazal, but he meant to say that it's not in the keeping of the spirit of chalamoid. But looking for amusement in Chalamoid, which isn't in the keeping of the spirit of Yamtuf. So the fact that people had free time on their hands, uh, which Chalamoid presents, it doesn't have regular activities for the children, they aren't in normal schools or the Chadarim, whatever it might be. So there's extra time which needs to be used in a constructive way. And we know that. Traditionally, unfortunately, also, Chalamoid wasn't always used in the best possible way. You know, that was one of the reasons why the Matak and Bahab, a, a, a special series of three fast days following Pesach and Sukkot, because it was a time to jump to the Chiva for what one had done wrong on Chalamoid in the regular before that. In fact, the last halach in Hilchus Yamtas Mishabur brings, the Shachalarach brings, from the Rishonim, that is the Basin has to appoint a special police force, so to speak, the Chalamoid Brigade, that their job is to go around the places where people would spend their time, he says the Guinness, the gardens, the Pardesim, the forests, the riverbanks, any places where people would congregate in Chalamoid, to make sure that the, the atmosphere in such a place isn't contrary to Chalamoid, isn't contrary to Yiddishkeit in general. There shouldn't be mixing of men and women, there shouldn't be an atmosphere of kalus roisha, of levity. And it's necessary for the basin to have people in place, so to speak, to make sure that the standards of halacha work out. Because when people have free time and it isn't structured the way it's meant to be, so then it lends itself to doing things which aren't the right thing to do. And therefore, like we said, is there a Messiah for Chalamoid outings? Well, here's our Messiah. And therefore, the first point to discuss when it comes to Chalamoid outings is obviously to look for those places to visit, those trips 
which aren't going to take a person to a place which is going to compromise their refuge. That's in regards to Yantuf and that's in regards to the general dinim of what's uh, the standards of what to expect the atmosphere we want ourselves to be in. And then to go to, go to places of non-Jewish amusements, to go to places of movies or films or plays or all these kind of things which are against the halakha to begin with, if there's going to be too much of intermingling of men and women, it's also against the halakha. Obviously, that's not the activities that you're meant to be doing to enhance Yamtuf, even if one was argue that they get simcha, we're going to such places that's not a simcha shalmit. That goes without saying, as a general rule. But uh, what's unique to Chalamayid unique to is not just those places which altogether aren't places which are conducive to Ruchnius, but rather they're those places which particularly in Chalamayid are going to Shemuka. Because not in the keeping within the spirit of Chalamayid. So we said the nature of Chalamayid is meant to be Yom Tuftik. A person isn't meant to be doing Lachas which, which aren't necessary for Yom Tuf. Therefore, the second restriction Chazal puts on doing things in Yamsif, buying and selling things which are necessary for Yamsif. So of course, the person is buying and selling food, which is the Yamsif necessity, it's much more Chalamboy too. But buying and selling other things which aren't really necessary for Yamsif, there isn't, there isn't a good hatter to sell them. And if that's the case, so then it's probably also for the person to buy it as well. Why? Because either he's being machshel, the seller, assuming the seller is a Jew, and therefore for people who divert Kharamoid to shopping expeditions, shopping for furniture or shopping for other things which aren't necessarily Yomtif needs, it's just free times. So they use it to go to go buying things that don't have the time the rest of the year. There's also not the right to way to spend Chalamoid, like we said, because even if it's not directly in Chazal's Lashon to Oyser, to forbid buying, but it did us the selling, and therefore the, from the point of view of the seller, they're being machshal him. Um, those people who enjoy window shopping, it's not something that they're going specifically to buy, but just to enjoy looking through stores, then you go, you go to a Sfarim store to see the different Sfarim that there are, or things like that, then there's no Isser doing that in Qalamot. Obviously not that the intention is that a person is going to check out merchandise that they want to buy, it's more like for the enjoyment that some people have of just seeing what's available to sell. Okay, so that would be something which would be Matan. Now, when it comes to going out of the house on various Turim trips, wherever it's going to be, there's a specific Zahiris caution that a person needs to think about, we need to talk about, which is in relation to Pesach. And that is because in one's own home, of course, one's very careful of all the halachas of chametz, uh, makes sure that no product comes in the house which isn't properly scrutinized, that everything in the house is properly kashat, and one, when one's outside one's own home, that's no longer the case. And therefore, relying on the picnic table in the park or using counter which is in any of these places where people visit, one has to assume that it's chametz. It hasn't been cashed for Pesach, it hasn't been checked for chametz. And if a person is very careful 
when finding a place to eat outside the house on Pesach to make sure that the food they're eating isn't coming into contact in any way with something which wasn't kept kosher to Pesach on the standard that they used to. Uh, therefore, everything has to be double covered. Everything has to be, one has to make sure that it's not a place where there's chomets around which would fall into one's food. There aren't other people in close proximity who are eating chomets, unfortunately. There are those people who eat chomets in Pesach, but there aren't in close proximity that crime is going to fall. Whatever the case is, one has to be that, that much more careful. Also, it goes without saying that even if one finds himself in a place far from the from centers and then he doesn't find the hechsherim on products that he's used to, so of course there isn't a reason to downgrade his level of kashrus observance. If a person's machmer on Pesach, for example, only to eat adats or ruben or sherries, whatever it might be, and now they find themselves in a town where the only food available is of a different hechsher, there's not a reason to lower one standards, of course, one has to prepare in advance, that if they don't want to go on some kind of cholamoid vacation, they ensure to have food with them, or that the place that they're going to, they can get food in the standard that they're willing to eat. One last place of particular concern to Pesach, and that is you have a din that besides for not owning chametz, one shouldn't have chametz that they can see. And the reason for that is, is a chashash of shemayavadachla, he might come to eat it. And like the Gemara explains, it doesn't apply to non kosher food, which a person never eats. And therefore, naturally, they're not, they don't think of it as something which is edible. When it comes to chametz, which the rest of the people do eat, and then a child would recognize the chocolate bar, the wrapper, the cookie, whatever it might be, and if that's the case, he'll forget it's Pesach and come to eat it. And therefore, there's a second. Uh, reason why a person has to be extra careful when it comes to Pesach not to be in a place where Chometz is visible, even if it doesn't belong to them, and not being overheld by Yerab or because of it, but nevertheless visible Chometz is something which could make a person make the mistake and not bring them to eat it. And especially when it's going with children and something that they might eat, therefore a person has to make sure not to be in a place where there's food around. The truth is, I even saw some person from Mahmir not to travel out of the town one's in for no reason. Even though the Ramah already brings that a person is allowed to travel in Khalamoid. And he says that sorry, if a person has a reason to travel to a different city, let's say they're going to spend Shabbos Khalamoid or the second part of Yom Tov with their grandparents. So it's Muslim to travel in Khalamoid. But I saw that those who bring that. The post can argue and hold that one shouldn't travel on Chalamoid, but we don't pass them like that. The Minagodim is to travel and one's allowed to, one's allowed to be over, so it's not really being over, one's allowed to do Hotzah or, which is going out of the Etchum, or drive a car, whatever it's going to be, um, on Chalamoid. Again, the fact that it's something which people enjoy doing on Yom Tov, that we already saw those post can hold, that's also called Etzarech Hamoid. So, if a person can't go to places where we saw aren't appropriate, Ruchnius-wise, places where they would send the Kharamoid police to check, a person shouldn't go to places where it's a Khashash of the uh, Makam to connect with Khamet. A person shouldn't go to places where they're going to be like shopping or places like that, which aren't in the keeping, of, aren't keeping in the spirit of Kharamoid. So, what's left is places where a person should go to. Again, one doesn't have to 
necessarily remain indoors the entire Yom Tov. One is allowed to go out. So what are places which one should go to? So before we talk about places which are allowed, there's nothing wrong with them. There actually are a number of points which are brought down in the Halakha, in the, where we start from the Gemara, places which were advisable that the person should go to Cholomites. The first is the Gemara. And the Gemara says, the Chayav Adam, the Kabbal Pnei Rabbi Peregel, a person should visit his Rav on Cholomites. And the Rav doesn't just mean the personal Rav he learns from, but the Gedali Yisrael are considered the Rav of all of us. And therefore, there was an opportunity to visit a Gadol, someone who's considered to be a Rav of Klai Yisrael, and a person's opportunity in Cholomites, that's a tremendous way to spend the regal. That uh, way that being the regal is something which is spiritually uplifting, rather than Cholomites, which is something which has run the risk of being spiritually detracting. Now, so that's one option. Obviously, it's not always practical, not always is appropriate for little children, but for older children or for a person themselves, to recover from Rabbi Berega. The second thing which is brought down as an Indian to do, not in the Gemara, but it's discussed already in the time of the Rishonim, and that is, as we know, in the time of the Gemara, there was a concept of Ali and Regal, of going up to the base of Mikdash on all the three regarding. Um, today we don't have a base of Mikdash, and we can't Makayim Ali Regal, but there are those who still claim that there's, an, that there's a special Indian, even today, of going to the Makayim Mikdash over the course of the Yantuf. Not because it's a mix of Ali and Regal that we don't have, but it's showing from our point of view that's what we want to do. And there is still a certain uh, level of Shechina, which is prevalent at present at the castle. So we can try and connect to that as well. And therefore, what advice to do over Cholamoid, both the Pesach and Basukos, and Basukos within the seven days of Shemus as well, is to go, to go up to the castle, which is the closest we can get to the Halachically, to the Machamah Mekdash. Now, there were even those who, who travelled from other parts of the country to go, be at the Makma Mikdash of Yantov, Chaim Vinyaski, Zachar Nevachisudet, for example. And for sure, those of us here in Amalish Kol, we're only 10 minutes away, so of course it's an easy option for us to be going to the Makma Mikdash once over the course of the Yantov. Is there an Indian to go to Kibris Tadikim? So that's an interesting question. Because on the one hand, the reason to go to Kibbutz Tzedekim, whether it's Miran or it's Kavirachal or whoever else it might be, is because it's a, a place where there's Neshama of the or I should say the Nefesh of the Tzedek still is, Neshama has gone to Shemayim, and therefore the, if the Tzedek is going to add their Twitter to ours, then there's more weight in Shemayim. The question is, what about Chalamoit? Because in Shanta, Shabbos and Yantav, it's brought not to go to give us a tzaddikim. What about Chalamoit? So the truth is, it depends on the reason why on Shabbos and Yantav one shouldn't go to give us a tzaddikim. If the reason is because a person is not meant to be asking for private bakashas on Shabbos and Yantav, so then, if that's the case, so then it doesn't apply to Chalamoit. When we have in the regular Shemeshin Chalamoit, a person is allowed to ask for private bakashas and if it's a more auspicious place to do that, by Kevarachal, for example, by Maris and a person is allowed to go there to Daven on Cholamite. Whereas, if the reason why one doesn't go to Kivar Tzadikim on Shabbos Niyamtif 
Zakharizda explains the reason we normally go to the camera of a tzaddik is because in that way we can connect to the nefesh of the tzaddik which remains by the kever and the matter we can ask the tzaddik to be a meditation somebody who's going to intercede for us by the Bezish Shalman but if what happens on Shabbos in the Yantuk it was called Elias Ha'ilamas but the nefesh of the tzaddik also goes out to Shemaim if that's the case, and there's no point diving by his cover, his nefesh isn't there. And that would seem to be the case in Yom Tov too, that throughout Yom Tov there's an alias and the and if that's the case, so then going to cover with Tzadik, expecting him to intercede on our behalf, isn't really going to work, because the nefesh of the Tzadik isn't there of a Shabbos and Yom Tov, including Chalamat. However, it's still different to a person from Kandavan, it's not different to any other Mokhm and therefore sure, to censor a, tr- a trip to a place where at the same time when we're able to daven by the care of the tzaddik, even if it doesn't have the full maila of davening by tzaddik's care, for sure it's something which one is allowed to do. Those are the ideas which have been brought down, like I said, either from the Gemara or visiting one's Rav or one the Gedali Yadar, visiting the Makam Amikdash, or being by the cover of a tzaddik, that's discussed that as well, or any other thing which is a, a person enjoys and halachically uh, is permissible and even beneficial to go to places where the person can marvel at the beauty of Hashem's world. For example, there's also a benefit to that. It's a it's a motor activity. It's a something which on its own there's a benefit for. And to do the if it gives the whole the whole family one's doing a lot of good things at the same time. Does that replace the benefit of Torah learning? Of course not. Uh, the Torah learning is always the primary way we connect to Hashem, and therefore, if it be an adult asking the question, the question is, should he go for a nature walk or should he sit and learn? Obviously, the answer is in that. But when one has to think about one's family, like we said, they have no activities to do. And therefore, that's not going to be a positive experience. And I'm looking for something positive to do with them, which is going to be, on the one hand, spiritually beneficial, uh, maybe in a chinuch way beneficial, that gives them a chance to connect and bond with his children in a more relaxed setting, in a more, in a more enjoyable setting. And it's something which also brings simchas haregel, an activity which doesn't compromise in the standards of chalamoy, but something everyone enjoys. That's something which is much to do as well. It's been pointed out that in Chutzlaretz, originally, we had Yant of Shani. And uh, coming to Israel, so we've lost this taste of Yant of Shani. But in place of that, it's easier for us to connect to the taste of Cholamoid. Not that one can't keep Cholamoid in Chutzlaretz, but in Israel, the, the feeling of Yant of is much more felt. Everyone walks around in Shabbos clothes or the most places of work are closed, most stores are closed. The feeling is a feeling of Qalamait, and that's part of the feeling of Yantav. When you have a mitzvah, like we said, of a Samachta Bechagecha, it's not a place Qalamait too. And the more a person can make the spirit and the atmosphere of Qalamait something which is a happy atmosphere, which is enjoyed, just too much free time without structure isn't enjoyable. It becomes oppressive. People start doing the wrong thing, or people start getting on each other's nerves or demanding too much of their parents, and that doesn't lead to simple sarega. 
but we have this the at least the, the structure here in order to build the right Cholamoid. It's not like situations where people had to go to work or they lose their jobs, all other kinds of bidiavids, which in other places in the world people are trying. Over here it's Israel provides a setting where a person is able to makaim the Cholamoid in the way it's meant to be the Khatkhila. There should be the feeding of Yamtuf, the Simcha of Yamtuf and activities which are structured, uh, which are enjoyable, but don't compromise the spirit of Yamtuf.